Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, you're going to get to listen in on a conversation between myself and my friend, Jeff C. Jeff and I work together and are in the same mastermind together, so we've already had a number of cool conversations about life and productivity and just the striving to be the best version of ourselves. And I thought, why not have Jeff on the show to talk about those things together for a larger audience? And I really think you're going to enjoy this. We talk about some cool stuff like taking time off from having our screens in front of our faces, things that we've done to implement having that change in our lives, as well as spending intentional time away from the internet, especially when you use the internet for your work all day long. We talk about some other health and fitness challenges, some of which I've talked about previously in another episode of this show, even how some of that was inspired by some of the stuff Jeff's doing and what he's doing. And yes, even the fact that he as the manly Pinterest tip guy with the big old beard has been doing yoga. You won't want to miss this conversation. Before we get into that, I want to say thank you to AWeber for supporting this episode. AWeber is a leading email marketing platform for growing businesses and entrepreneurs. AWeber has an awesome online resource landing page for anyone who wants to be a better digital marketer or get into doing some of those key pieces and to get out there what it is that you have crafted, whether that's with your hands or on digital space. Either way, head on over to aweber.com slash to do and you can find those free videos and downloadable checklists that will let you quickly launch these important marketing tactics. These checklists are going to give you tangible support to help get you started or over that hurdle at the beginning of your journey in whatever it is you need to do. And in fact, even if you're not at the beginning of your journey, but there's something still that's new for you to learn, you got to go check it out. There is stuff there for people who have never created a first online course or have never created a YouTube video or a Facebook ad or getting people subscribed to your email list or creating shareable images or creating a podcast episode like this one. If any of those things are things that you know you need to do, then you owe it to yourself to get on over to aweber.com slash to do. That's A-W-E-B-E-R dot com slash T-O-D-O and get those free videos, grab those downloadable checklists, move forward into quickly launching those marketing tactics and content creation strategies so that you can move forward in your business and creative journey. Thanks again to Aweber for supporting this episode of of Beyond the To-Do List. Enjoy this conversation with Jeff C. This week, it is my privilege to welcome to the show for the first time my friend, Jeff C. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So you and I have known each other, gosh, since, was it 2014? Three I years ago, three or four years, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think it was, it was my first social media. No, I think it was the second one, maybe, 2015. Anyway, it's been almost two years now. Uh, we met out in San Diego. We were both out at Social Media Marketing World. We both now work for Social Media Examiner. And so it was interesting. You and I have talked a lot about being online all the time and marketing all the time. And I remember you said something very interesting to me was you said, I'm going to have to start taking time off of screens in the evening and doing something with my hands. 
Right. And uh, I I wish that I could figure out something to do myself other than mowing my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what made me think of that. I, you know, doing the manly mentorship show, I kind of look at the masculine stuff and there's a, there's a great um, show and podcast called the art of manliness. And they're always doing cool stuff like, you know, how to, you know, build a home out of logs and stuff like that. (laughs) And I thought, you know, there's something to that, that, you know, and I grew up in a, a small little town in Kansas And so I'd been working in the fields and, you know, since I can, you know, before junior high and had a job and stuff. And, you know, I don't miss working in the fields, don't get me wrong, but I, I, and I don't like yard work, so I just don't like it. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I needed something and I would always been intrigued by, uh, I was growing up, we always would go to Branson every year. My dad, my parents would always just love going there and there's a place called Silver City and there was always these uh, wood carvers there that my dad would drag me to and we'd sit there and we'd watch them carve stuff and a couple years ago my dad got into wood carving good wood carving and uh like figures and stuff and i thought you know that might be something dad and i can do together he's getting very close to retirement and so i started doing that and i just it's been so therapeutic and so i've been trying to at least for 20 30 minutes every day is spending some time carving wood and it's away from screens and i think that's i mean and i love to read so and i and i thought well even reading, I'm in front of a screen because I read from a Kindle, mm. uh, and and I'm I love watching TV too, and I'm tr- and but because I do a lot of video stuff, but I said I need to do something that's creative and away from a screen, and it's just been so therapeutic, and I've been preaching it on my podcast and to people I, like you that I talk <laughs> with, it's like how important that is. I mean, I'm sleeping better. Uh, I'm doing, you know, it's just it's helping me be more creative for stuff like I do for Social Media Examiner. Just spending. Uh, you know that twenty minutes, and I and I try to do it longer on the weekends, and I'm not super good at it. I mean, uh, it's fun, and I and what I usually I like Christmas stuff, so I do a lot of Christmas uh, little figurines of like these these um uh, these penguins that I can I can just whip out really quick. I don't even have to measure or, or do anything, and give those away for Christmas. But it's just been really relaxing. You know, sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. Some, a lot of times I'll just listen to music. And I made a little space up in my office where I can just go and it's my time and I can sit there and carve. That's awesome. I know that uh, I have had, uh, more so in the past than recently, um, and I'm an avid reader as well, and I, and I have found that even though I have a ton of stuff that I've not ever read on my, my Kindle, Kindle app, right, right. Um, I enjoy reading a, a handheld book, like a, a tangible book, more um, I don't know why. I think it just feels that way. Maybe it's nostalgia. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think it feels like, okay, good. My eyes aren't like bleeding from l- looking at lights all the, all the day. And see, and my daughter's that way. And I'm like, well, you, I have all these books. And, and see, I had to go to Kindle because I have, I buy, I, we have no more space. I have all right. these bookshelves and my wife was going nuts. And so I went to Kindle out of necessity and I really haven't looked back just because I like it. But yeah, I mean, there is something about holding a book that is just really, really cool. And my that's my daughter. I mean, I, I was like, I'll get you the new Harry Potter one on Kindle. She goes, no, I don't want it. I want it as a book. And so I'm like, yes. okay, I see how you are. She just wants stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I, so, but yeah, I, th- I think I think as we get more and more connected, we have got to be really, really diligent on how we get away from these blasted screens because we're in front of them all, especially you and I who who right. do this business We've got to find ways and be very specific on ways to get away from those. So I tell people, like, 
And the thing is, there's never been a better time to learn something you've always wanted to do. Like, if you want to learn how to play the guitar since you're in junior high, well, you can get online and find these things, and you can learn stuff and then take it offline and, and practice, you know, and not be in front of a screen. But there's never been a better time to learn. Um, I, I play the five-string banjo. I know it's weird, but I do. <laughs> it was Steve Martin, Steve Martin and Kermit the Frog. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I learned. Um, and Steve Martin's incredible. But uh, when I was a kid, I had to go find a guy because nobody around knew how to play the banjo. I had to go find a guy, and we, we you know, bartered you know, something so he would teach me how. And I would sit there and record, have, have like my little big boom box recorder and record the sessions and learn that way. Well, now I can get on, and I can go play with the guy who plays with Steve Martin, and he can train me. I can send him tapes back uh, online, and he can evaluate how I'm doing in his lessons. You can take a master class from Kevin Spacey on acting. I mean, there's never been a better time to learn. So my thing is get out and, you know, I understand you guys want to watch all the uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> and all the, you know, I can do that when I'm retired, when I'm done. But right. for now, I, I, can, I can learn these new skills and get away from the screen and practice stuff. And I just think it, people need to be aware and get away from these screens. Yeah. So you, the thing you just said, that if, if it's that good, you know, you'll watch it when you're retired. Um, you kind of got that, and I know this from in talking to you. I know you got that from reading Rory Vaden's book, uh, "Procrastinate on Purpose." And Rory's been on the show, and he walked us through the steps of figuring that out. And I just remember hearing from you the lessons you were learning as you were reading the book, and just knowing that like there was just so much more time, that, or there was so much less time than you thought you had, and so you wanted to use it all, you know. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you and I both have families and we're really, you know, we want to spend time with our families. So that's very important. And, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. I love the shows on there. My wife and I enjoy watching things together. But now I'm really, I don't, I think the last thing I binge watched was Stranger Things, which is an incredible thing. But we we actually watched that as a family later. (laughs) And so, but, but my thing is I don't need to, I don't, part of so many people's routines is they, they go to they go to work they come home they eat and they turn on the tv and watch tv till it's time to go to bed i don't want to have that t- time and, and and roy talked about that you know is you know compounding interest kind of in stuff you do is i don't want to have and look back and say i spent all this time set down watching tv when i could have learned how to carve better or i've learned i could read a book on how to be a better public speaker or i could have learned how to play the guitar i mean Compared to TV, those kind of things are a lot cooler to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're talking about essentially investing in who it is you want to be versus accepting and passively uh, sitting and just resting in who you are. Right. That's the one thing that my, when my kids or my wife or anybody, anybody says something that hacks me off more than anything, it's like, well, I just can't change. No, yes, you can. That's the, you can change, and that's – if we couldn't change, then I just give up. You know, I want to be a better at everything. I want to be a better dad. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better, you know, um, woodcarver. So, I mean, those are things we should invest, be investing in. And I've just, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm just over forty, and so I guess I'm really seeing that I don't want to spend my forties and fifties and sixties plopped in front of a TV when you know I can be doing cool stuff with my kids and learning new things and teaching them things and. And I think that's something we also really as as dads and you know family guys is really need to be passing on to our kids because 
the culture is saying stay in your phones, mm. don't talk to anybody, you know, go online, and, and that's how they're interacting. And there's something to be said with, I still think, with working with your hands, you know, putting in a hard day's work, learning a skill, and not just doing stuff with the screens. Yeah, I, 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 here's the thing. Like, I get it. Like, it's miraculous that we can now do the tricorder thing where, right. Right. you know, I can, I can, you know, open up my phone, I can see you and your face miles, you know, millions of miles, hundreds of miles away. Right. We can talk, we can connect. But at the same time, the downside is, is staring at that thing for so long. And you've got this thing set up at your house with the circle. Talk, let's talk right. about this. Like, t- explain, because you've explained to me a couple of different times, and I still don't know that I always fully understand it. But it's this Disney, thing from Disney, and it's called Circle, and it lets you, like, moderate the internet. Yes, and it's awesome. And, and I think it actually started as a, kitch, a Kickstarter project and took off, and then Disney bought them. And so it's kind of a cool story. But um, it's actually a piece of hardware and an app for your phone. And one of the things, and I wish I would have started earlier, and that's why I keep getting on here. I said, do it now, do it now. Um, and it, what it is, it's, 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 it's not a monthly thing. You buy it one time. I think it's right at $99. And it's a little square thing. It looks like it's actually made from Apple almost. It's that kind of cool. And you plug it in. You just put it into a wall outlet. It's got a battery on there in case the kids try to unplug it, which my kids have tried. And it actually it hooks up to your router. And it's a no-brainer thing. You do it through your phone. And it monitors and limits what your kids can do. So like what I can do is I set up different accounts for my different kids. I have my son, Avery, who is just going to turn 17. And my uh, daughter, Abby, who is 14 to sophomore in high school and I can set different levels for them so I can say uh, you know I want the internet to come on for them at 7 in the morning and go off from them at 1030 at night I can also uh, and and they have no access boom it's gone Uh, I can also for disciplinary issues is uh, click one button and turn off the internet completely for them so if I they if and I do this quite often (laughs) is I'll say okay uh, Avery I need you to go take out the trash and he won't do it. And I ask him again, and Avery, please take out the trash. And he still won't do it. And I'll just go into circle and go chink and turn off the internet. And lo and behold, he comes out of his room and is taking the trash out. Um, so, but so it's just, but only for him. Like the internet's yeah, still working for everybody yeah. else, but it's for him. Just for him on that device, whatever it is, like it knows, and it says no, no internet for you. Right. And the other cool thing is, is you can set up different apps to have different access levels and you can set up different, you know, restrictions for those apps. If you had a young person uh, in your house, like a uh, like a uh, kindergartner through like third grade or whatever, and you wanted to limit what they can watch on Netflix, you could do the same thing. You can also limit how long somebody is on Netflix. So like during, you know, my kids have so much time they can spend on it. When they come home from school, once that limit is reached, Netflix turns off. The internet's still on for like if they need to use for homework or something else, but they can't go on the app on Netflix anymore. And you can do the same thing with YouTube, which for uh, for my age kids works really really well. And so you can re- you can limit all that stuff because when I first set up the circle, I was like it was during the summer, but I was like they spent five hours on you on Netflix. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was the other thing that yeah. you told me was the reporting stuff. You suddenly yeah. found out like, um, this ain't happening anymore. Right, and the and the thing is, is they this is I tell everybody how to make your kids hate you for a hundred dollars or less. <laughs> it's a great thing. Um, and they, I mean, and it was so funny because I told, my, of course, I'm very excited about this, and so I told their my friends, their friends' parents about it at school, and so they got it too. And so now all the kids hate me. 
and the, so it's it's Jeff is just the hated man. Yeah. Because I told him about get circle. But the cool thing is is even when people come over, so I have like a you know a, they have like a home for your home. So like when people come, like their friends come over to spend the night, they still have access and restrictions that are set up. So they can't all go on one phone. Oh, he forgot to turn him off. So anybody who connects to my Wi-Fi has right. these certain respect, restrict, restrictions until I. I turn them off, but it's great. Um, the only downside is it's only for your home internet. You can't take it. You know, when my kids go over to somebody else's house, I have no control over that. Now they do have a thing called Circle Go, which is a subscription-based service that I have not tested yet. That does allow you to uh, limit stuff in that way. Like I just mobile, haven't done like mobile data. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if you turn off your mobile data for your kids when they leave, it's not an issue, but I have a, my son's a driver and I want him to have uh, data and stuff like that. So, you know, it could be if he abused the system or whatever, I would, you know, probably think about doing uh circle go, but for bedtimes and not having to, you know, have them mess, you know, it, they just know at 10 30, the internet goes off for them. So get your homework done. Now, it's really easy for me to say, Dale, say, Dad, I have a real big project. Can you extend me? And I just go in and click a button and I extend it for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever I need to for them to have. But it's so, I mean, it's made life so much easier for us as a family. Well, but even then, they can't lie to you because you'll see if they're using it for something like Netflix. Yeah. One of the rules is I don't let my kids, I've never let my kids have Snapchat. And even though I had to use it for work and they thought I was the biggest hypocrite. And so... All of a sudden, I looked on Circle and I saw that somebody had used Snapchat, and I had because I had not, you know, turned it off for them. And so we had a conversation about, you know, that you weren't supposed to have Snapchat. Why is this on your phone? Well, I just had it on for a little bit and deleted it. Well, I still saw it, and so you're yeah. still in trouble. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm a, you know, this big evil uh, authoritarian parent, but I think you and I have discussed this. Yeah. Um, when we were kids seeing stuff that we weren't supposed to see was a little bit more of a chore. We'd have to go to a friend's house. We knew had certain things under certain, you know, beds. And, you know, now we hand our kids a phone and they have access to any sort of nastiness they want to. And having this just really helps with the peace of mind. And it doesn't make it easier. I mean, I know you can do all this stuff with router settings and I've had people write me to say that, Mm -hmm. but it's so easy. It's all from your phone. It's just, and I mean, seriously, setting it up is super, super simple. That's awesome. Well, so speaking of kids, though, I know that as as of the time of this recording, we have moved back into the school year, and for better or for worse, <laughs> that can bring its challenges as well as its blessings. I think that the changeover of the routines, uh, for me, I can't wait right now for soccer to be over for both my kids. Right. Because, I mean, for example, last night they both had a game, and then tomorrow night, I think they both have a game. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's two hours. Like, don't get me wrong. Last night, I took my son to his game. And he sit, made two – he's a five-year-old. And he just – he made two saves as a goalie. Uh, cool. And that was awesome. However, every – you know, to, to have three, four f- hours, five hours plus a night – or sorry, not a night, a week where the both of them are doing stuff in the evening. And it's not like, – we're not at home and we're not together even though we're kind of together. It's just like, oh my gosh, come on. Yeah, it gets worse. So yeah. just, I, I, try, <laughs> yeah. I hear you. <laughs> you know, the funny, the funny thing is, you know, both of us work at home. So yes. I, have, I have a little different situation where I have 
I have a, uh, it was actually a portable building that I finished out uh, years ago. I mean, it's nice. It's got a wooden ceiling and it's, it's all mine. It's my man cave. It's everything right. that I want. So I can get away from the family. But I always tell people that when school starts, my vacation begins. You know, because it is hard when, when they're all at home and trying to figure out schedules and stuff. And and now, yes, I, I mean, I have kids in, in, in volleyball and football, and so it's the same thing. Yeah, it feels like you're going every night this week. But, yeah, it can be an issue of trying to schedule things out. Yeah, it can be. And even, I mean, even just the stuff recently. I mean, I've been doing – we've been moving. We sold our house, and then we moved in with mother-in-law for two weeks. And now we're in the rental house for a, a number of months. And just – I've had luckily I've had this co-working space that I can go to and and even have like a, a conference room that I can reserve and have it be mine and no one's going to come in and but it's it's that kind of you, you just don't think about the logistics of what do I have to get done and what does the what are the the aspects of my environment that have to be in the right way for me to get it done right so and, and I think you know for me I really. I've learned that I have to schedule stuff, you know, early and then but also leave times for um, to be flexible and not let it affect how I deal with things. Because for some reason, our school and we have a we go to a small uh, private Christian school where my wife teaches at and some some reason they cannot they cannot get a schedule locked down for some of these sports and so, like, we had a game scheduled for Friday. Well, now it's on Saturday, and this, the volleyball game now is on Thursday. And I'm like, how am I supposed, as a dad <laughs> and a businessman, plan stuff when you guys do that? So I've got to, you know, instead of being frustrated, just allow that in my schedule and try to figure out the best way to, you know, to handle that stuff. Because, you know, also, and you and I had talked, but uh, since my wife teaches, and I cook everything. So right. I am the cook of the household, mainly because I want to eat what I want to eat <laughs> and, <laughs> and I can pick it out. But so, but it helps my wife out cause she didn't, ha- she's tired when she gets home. And, and anyway, so trying to schedule that out as well, because, you know, I usually figure out what needs to be cooked and, you know, is it going to be a crock pot night? Is it going to be me on the grill? What's going to happen there? So trying to schedule that out, I've really, that's why I get so frustrated with some of the schedules because I, I, as, I really want us to eat as a family, at least one meal, you know, and I try to do that. Um, but with all the stuff, being having a schedule, and, and it's more and more important for me to be productive during the day, you know, get plenty of rest at night. That's why my carving time and cutting back on TV has really been a success for me. Yeah. Going into the cooking thing again for a second, um, do you have any kind of organizational process for that? Or is it just, okay, this is what I want, this is what we have? You said you'd been doing more crockpot type stuff <laughs> lately. Yeah, I, I like Crock-Pot because it's easy. and use, I mean, there's stuff – I actually I, – I find a lot of uh, – since it's the Manly Pinterest tip show, I do find a lot of recipes on Pinterest. And I actually have a secret board where I have you know stuff to try. And then I have another board, where, a board which I call approved food, which means I've cooked it before. Everybody likes it, and I'll put it in that place so I can go back to it and not forget about it. You know, Because I think there's everybody that has recipes. They're like, oh, I wish I remembered how I could do that. And so what I do is I, you know, have a board where I can go back to is like, oh, I know we've made this before. I know it's it's good and every, you know, with family you got to have everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. And I can go back to that. And so and I also bought a new grill this uh this uh summer which I I really like cuz I can cook and it doesn't heat up the house and I can do stuff. But yeah, I I try to plan stuff out for the week and try to do it around schedules and then I actually 
plan enough of ahead so I can schedule lunches. Because I usually just heat up something I've cooked before, and a lot of times my wife will take something I've cooked to school to eat. So I try to make and plan that so it fits into her schedule and what she likes and has enough variety and all that stuff. Well, and I have to imagine, because I'll tell you my story here real quick. Is So, for example, today was, a, was an actually a, a, a not normal day. I went home, and my wife and my son were there. They're there like two days out of the week. And she was able to – I said, hey, I'm going to come home for lunch. And so then I got there, and she had something pulled out of the fridge and heated up and all ready for me. So I didn't have to think about it. And, and, and that's just one of the things for me is like I hate having to be like, okay, now what am I going to eat? Because, right. if, I, because yeah. if I have to enter into starting to make a choice about what I'm going to eat, in, inevitably, if there's not something quick and easy that's also healthy, I'm going to pick the quick and easy that's not healthy. Yeah, and, and, we've, and I'll admit, we do that too. I mean, yesterday, there's a place that serves the best gumbo, and it's not very far from my house, and I went and grabbed some for lunch because it was a crazy day. But usually, if I can plan stuff out for the week, and I really try to do that, is that's, I mean, one, we save money. Two, it's mm-hmm. he- anything you prepare at home is healthier for you. And, my, and plus, it also causes us to sit down as, together as a family, um, even if it's rushed. I mean, I st- you know, even you know, if it's only three of us, I still try to do that. And I can mix it up. And as long as I can plan it out before, and I usually sit there and, and plan, okay, like, uh, here's, here's an example. And I try to do a lot of my cooking if I have to. I can do it on the weekends. So on, s- on Sunday night, no, Saturday night, I cooked up a mess of fajitas. I found I have a great fajita recipe. It's awesome. And so I did two big skirt steaks and uh, like six or eight breasts of chicken because I knew we would eat them all week. Yeah. You know, the kids come in hungry and they can grab some of that. And fajitas are easy to make and my fajitas are awesome. Uh, and so I did all that on Sunday and kind of food prepped it and it was done. I'm on Saturday and got it done. And the same thing, a lot of times I'll make a big old bowl of Texas chili and I can eat that for lunch forever. I mean, I love it. Yes. And I can, you know, and it's, and I have a great recipe and I can cook a mess of it up on a weekend and have it for a week to eat and then even freeze some of it to heat up later. So I always try to hack out kind of what the food's going to be for that week and, and work that into my schedule. Well, and you and I have both been over the course of the last, well, mostly this year, uh, really trying to get back into a, a healthier state, uh, if you will. <laughs> Fighting weight. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not to fight each other, although that right. would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I just, so you heard me, because uh, you're in my mastermind, so you were there right. when I was walking through all of the quote-unquote rules from the, uh, and I had a solo episode on this, I'll link, link to in the show notes of this this episode, where I talked all about what the rules were, but essentially it was like no nothing but drinking, drinking nothing but water, and I did allow like a black coffee once right. every two to three days or more when I really needed it um, in case of an emergency, um, but no sugar, no nothing like that. And then one time on the weekend, I was like allowed to have like a beer, and right. that was about the extent of it. It was like cutting way back on carbs, way back on sugar, adding you know eating uh, lots of fruits, vegetables, and protein, and I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, the working out stuff, duh. Right, right. But anyway. Um, and you were you actually were already ahead of me in doing some of that. You were doing like what was it? You were doing like the the, the fasting thing. I forget how were you? Yeah, that I, out? I still do that. I usually uh, don't. You don't eat anything between it's intermittent fasting, and so you don't eat anything between um, 
uh, in the mornings at all until like noon, and then it's like seven hours, and then you don't you eat you can eat as much as you want until like seven o'clock, and then you don't eat at anything until the next twelve o'clock lunch rolls around. So I still pretty much skip breakfast. I may once in a while eat like a hard boiled egg if I come back from a workout and feel like I need it. So, and I'm not a super you know, I, I'm starting to lift more trying to do that. And, but I try to do elliptical and just recently I started doing yoga. Uh, and the story was, is I clean my office and I, you, when you clean something, you bend over a lot. And I'm like, I am so not flexible anymore. I mean, I'm not, I mean, it's just like, I don't know the last time I touched my toes. I mean, I really, I was like, when was that was back in the eighties anyway. So I was like, I've got it. So there was this, <laughs> this sounds funny, but there was a viral thing that was on Facebook about this guy who was on crutches and started doing this thing. And I'd seen it years ago, and then it was very inspirational. At the end, he runs. Like, he, was, he had crutches on his arms and, like, Forrest Gump kind of thing. And he finally was able to run, and it was this big thing. Well, I found out when I started looking for, I want yoga for old men who are not flexible. Is there something for that? <laughs> and I found this thing, and it's uh, DDP yoga. And I didn't want any of the you know, the sit there and stare at your navel kind of yoga. You know, I wanted, I want to get flexible. I don't want any of the spiritual stuff. I just want to, I got the spiritual stuff. I don't need any, I just want to be flexible. And so I found this and it's DDP yoga. And I started doing that like every other day of workout. And it's really, really helped. It's really helped my back. It's helped with breathing, which is kind of funny because I just updated my new watch and it has a breathe option on it, which is very, very cool. I really uh, like that myself too. It, it's fun. I mean, it really does calm you down and, and help you kind of focus a little bit. So I started doing yoga and I've been, I mean, it's only been like a month and, but I've really noticed I'm starting to be more flexible. Uh, it's helped with my back, all sorts of things. So I've added that into uh, my routine. And the other thing, when you were talking about your rules is, and my wife is doing it too, I've just decided to quit drinking uh, until Christmas. You know, I, I mean, I love, I love beer. I used to make my own beer. Uh, the problem when you make 20 gallons of beer is you drink 20 gallons of beer. Um, and I, I love beer. I love, you know, I like whiskey. I mean, and I, but I said, I am just stopping. I'm just going to do, cause you know, I, I, one of the other things I was trying to hack my sleep, there's a great book. I uh, heard a podcast with Sean, it may have been on Pat Flynn's, but Sean uh, Stevenson has a book called sleep smarter. And one of the main things all sleep experts say is don't drink alcohol. And I would always, you know, have like a glass of wine before bed or something and then drink, you know, some, some maybe on the weekend. I just said, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to drink water, coffee. And I, I have, I've given up uh, soda f- for a long time, but I just, that's all I'm going to do. And so it's been about oh, a month, a month and a half and it's going well and we'll see. But I told my wife the other night, I said, I really wish it was Christmas because I would really <laughs> like a glass of wine. But yeah, anyway. So I, I just I want to I want to see it has helped me sleep better, and I will attest to that. Um, giving up alcohol, I don't sleep as I can sleep deeper, quicker, and it's letting me uh, fall asleep faster too. Interesting. I like that. I, I want to do that myself. In fact, I've essentially been doing that too. Once I heard you and also uh, Mike Vardy who has been on the show, will be on the show again sometime soon. Um, I'm sure this will come back up. Um, Yeah, and I wonder if it's just the idea of having any in your system at all at the time or if it's just a general lethargicness that it it contributes to, you know? 
Yeah, I think it's like a depression that act, it's a depressant that acts like a stimulant or something like or the opposite. I can't remember. It's one of the, it's nicotine's the opposite of that. But um, anyway, I just want also for health wise, I want to say if I stop this because they always talk about you know it's the empty calories. Um, yes, that and, well that's and, that's the main thing. Yeah, it's like so I'm going to see if that really does make a difference in my weight and still do the same amount of exercise that I was doing and all that. And I said, well, this kind of helped me do the plateau. Cause I mean, you and I both talk about, you know, looking at cliff, uh, Ravenscraft yes. and the transformation that he's made in his body. I mean, I remember seeing him at the first podcast movement and then seeing him last year at social media marketing world. I mean, it's just like a whole new, it's like, where did cliff go? <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's uh, he's like one third, the person he, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I would love to have that. I would love to do that too. So I'm thinking alcohol would be better uh, just not doing it. I'm, I mean, I missed it the first week or two. I really did. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked having a glass of wine while I was watching TV. But also, back to our earlier point, right? I, I, that habit is gone. And I re- what I did is I kind of hacked that is uh, I, I replaced it with LaCroix. So, you know, if you have a beer or some carbonated thing at night before you go to bed or, or wine or something – I replaced it with those uh, just that sparkling water LaCroix stuff that's natural and zero calories, and that really helped. And so I'll have one or two of those, which is just water, uh, you know, if the, the wife and I want to yeah, watch it. Yeah, just carbonated show. or something. Yeah. And flavored and, a little. Yeah, well, it's flavored with natural stuff, so yeah. it's not, there's nothing bad in it. And I'll do that, and I feel I don't miss it anymore. And so I may just continue after Christmas. No, I don't know. I may, I may just continue it after Christmas too. After you know, having a glass of wine, celebrating the new year or whatever. And well, and I think I think you get to the point where you do it within like a really controlled moderation. You know, where where we where um, you have it on. You know, the special occasions. It's like, hey, you know what? Right. Like it, it it it's obviously we enjoy it. You right. Know, but you don't bin, you don't eat a whole pizza. Yeah. You know? Well, I could. But I, well, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll see you there. Well, <laughs> yeah. well like I, I was thinking of this thing too. I really one of the most relaxing things I remember in my in the past year or so is the after social media marketing world <laughs> when we went and saw the game yeah. at the the was what, the Padres. What was yeah. it? Yeah, San, uh, San Diego Padres. Pod, Padres game. And we sat there and we had some we had some beer and barbecue. Yes. And I'm like that was re I mean I'm like I hope we can do it again next year because right. that was a lot of fun. So I will have a beer then just because I'm like, that will be a, a celebration after that uh, conference is over. But I, I think stuff like that's okay. But, you know, yeah, not making it part of my routine every night I think makes a big difference. Yeah. I, I could see cutting it out almost completely other than maybe the once a month or even yeah. to the point where it's like it's the once a week with one specific yeah. the meal. thing i noticed though I when when i was when i was you know having a drink uh, every night or every two nights or whatever is i would find reasons to celebrate you know i'd be like <laughs> which oh is, which in and of itself isn't a bad no, perspective it's like, but oh it's 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 arbor day i'll have a beer for arbor day you know just you'd start making excuses like oh i i i I made it back to the garage, you know, oh, you know, just stupid things. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't need to do that. But I think the thing there is that it, then it switches over from celebrating things to, oh, I really could use. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. And then you get to the point where you could use them all the time. Right. And instead of 
needing them all the time. You want to switch it to where you don't need it. And in fact, you're healthier to the point where you're doing the things that make you happy and fulfilled. So you right. don't need it, but then you can enjoy it without guilt. And anyway, exactly. you get more exactly. going. Yeah. So that's so. been, that's been a good experiment and, I, and I'm, I'm very happy. And, and Jody, you know, it was hard there because for a while she was like, she really likes blue moon. And so, um, she would have a blue moon before she would go to bed, and I'm sitting there, you know, sucking on my LaCroix, going, you dog. And so, but she finally started doing it, too, and so we're both doing it uh, until Christmas, so that's kind of fun. That's good. So what's the plan with Christmas? Like, uh, just, we'll probably be winos in the street, you know, <laughs> drinking Mad Dog 2020 out of a sack or something. Oh, no, uh, I don't know. We'll probably have a glass of wine to celebrate, or maybe I'll, maybe I'll splurge and get champagne or something, but, uh, you know, it's now it's not such a big deal, and... You know, I know a lot of, I think maybe sometimes I was even letting me take that edge off so I could go to sleep. And now I don't have that. And so I don't think I need to, there's no need for it there, you know, in the back of my mind. So I just will probably, you know, I may have a sip of wine at, you know, New Year's or whatever and then go back to my LaCroix. Awesome. Thank you, Jeff. It's been awesome to talk with you on my show. I always talk with you elsewhere, so I figured my audience should probably hear some of the cool stuff you and I talk about, and uh, this is a great way to do it. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Eric. I had a lot of fun talking with Jeff, and I hope you had a lot of fun listening in. I always have fun talking with Jeff, for that matter. I hope that this conversation not only entertained you, but that you were able to think about how the things that we were talking about in our everyday lives, in terms of being better husbands and better fathers and better workers, and even just better to ourselves, how you can take what it was we were figuring out and have been figuring out over time, and apply that to your life as well. That's truly my my intent for this episode, is that you would have heard even just one little thing that one of us said and thought, I never thought of that, or I struggled with that too, and then maybe got some insight as to how we've started to approach changes in our lives, and I hope that that helps you also. If it has... I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to the show notes for this episode, which you can find at beyondthetodolist.com slash 152, and leave a comment in the show notes for Jeff or myself. We'd be glad to hear from you. Thanks again to Aweber for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Again, make sure to head on over to get those free videos and downloadable checklists that will let you quickly launch those marketing tactics, or content creation strategies that you need in order to move your business or creative endeavors forward. They are free. Take advantage of this deal, guys. Head on over to aweber.com slash to-do. That's A-W-E-B-E-R dot com slash T-O-D-O. Thanks again for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, consider leaving a rating or a review over on iTunes to help others find this show as well. You can find that at beyondthetodolist.com slash iTunes. It'll take you straight there. Again, thanks for listening. I will see you next episode.
Beyond the To-Do List is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.